exploring our podcast. Nothing is sweeter than SwiftCast. Hey guys, welcome to episode 107 of SwiftCast. This is Nate, Ashley, Steph, and Adam. All right, guys, we have an awesome episode for you coming up. This episode is all about the Billboard Awards. Woohoo! Booyah! <laughs> what a night. Seriously, what a night indeed. I really don't know how anyone is still breathing after that video. <laughs> I mean, seriously, the music video came out for Bad Blood. Taylor walks home with eight Billboard Awards, tying with her all-time high in Billboard Awards. I mean, just crazy. She had a crazy night tonight. Really, she walked home with like eight Billboard Award bracelets. <laughs> Since she does like to wear them. That picture we got was awesome of her being so excited with holding all of her Billboard Awards. She looks really, really happy. And the coolest thing, she, with her eight wins, is now the most awarded artist in Billboard history. Garth Brooks previously held the record, and she beat him. Wow. And she's only 25. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit younger than Garth Brooks. And I have to say, by the time Taylor is done and retired, don't you think she's going to own the most awards by a landslide and never have that be broken? (laughs) Exactly. That's a good point, seriously. (laughs) Well, without further ado, we have an awesome episode for you guys, so we're going to move right into Keeping Up With Swift. Well, in exciting Keds news, the 1989 Tour Keds, which we saw pictures of a few weeks ago, are now available to purchase, and I love them. I especially love that the Seagull ones, besides just the regular Keds style, they have like a slip-on one too. Those look comfortable. I really want those. I want all of them. So those are available on keds.com, and you should definitely order them so you can wear them to the tour. Next, we already mentioned that Taylor was on the cover of Glamour in the UK for the June 2015 issue, and it's just been announced that she's also on the cover of Germany's Glamour June 2015 issue. It's pretty much the same photo, just a little bit closer in. So anyone in Germany, go pick up a copy. It's probably on the newsstand now. And just in case anyone wants to know, the L magazine is already out. I picked one up at a Walmart the other day. It should officially be everywhere by May 19th. On Friday, May 15th, it was a really exciting day in Taylor Nation. It was the start of the Rock in Rio festival in Las Vegas, and Taylor was the headliner for that night. Unfortunately, we thought that the performance was going to be live-streamed, but we found out a couple hours beforehand that, unfortunately, it was not live-streamed, so we didn't get to watch. Uh, But that's okay, because all the U.S. tour dates are now here. They're coming up very soon. And this one was the very first one. Even though it was a music festival, it was the full 1989 show. Taylor performed a special duet with Ed Sheeran, and they played his song, Tenerife Sea. And a quick spoiler alert, we're going to talk just for a minute about a song or two that happened on the 1989 World Tour. So if you would not like to hear it, please just skip ahead. Unlike the Japan shows in Las Vegas, Taylor performed Wonderland, and it was the first time being played live, and it was actually an acoustic version. Did you guys get a chance to hear a little clip of that at all? Yeah, a little clip. I didn't listen to the whole thing, just because I'll be seeing it soon. Mm. If it even stays, we'll see on the main list. 
Right. We'll we'll find out once the U.S. shows start to happen more often now, um, if that's going to be some type of wildcard song or if there's any type of changes to the set from city to city. But we will soon see. And lastly, regarding Rock and Rio was just one funny moment. There was a funny moment captured when Taylor's microphone was cutting out and she could tell that it was cutting out. She must have heard it in her ear as well. And you were able to hear her say, hey, well, at least you guys know it's live. <laughs> <laughs> so the technical difficulties that happen once in a while but they don't phase taylor hmm, not at all i remember it happening a couple times on the red tour didn't phase her at all she you know brushed it off said something smart like that so i've been really wrong about a lot of stuff for this tour and last week i said for rock and rio i didn't think they would even have the catwalk and i said probably a lot of production elements wouldn't be there and then of course they had the catwalk and the set list was a little different. She didn't do You Are In Love. She didn't do All You Had To Do Was Stay. Of course, she added Tenerife Sea with Ed and Wonderland. So I'll just be interested to see what happens as the tour goes on. What if, because there are hardly any props or anything, the entire set list is going to be completely dynamic from concert to concert? It's possible. I mean, yeah, I guess that's the main advantage of having sort of a less choreographed show, but I don't know. That'd be interesting. I will say I was surprised Wonderland was acoustic, just because when we've talked about this song, we've said how many just crazy things she could have done with it. Oh, absolutely. I was expecting sort of a trouble kind of performance with that song. Something really, really dark. Yeah, I remember us talking about that. I completely agreed with you. She could have done so much for that song. I am just really shocked that there really isn't much of anything for it. I do love her acoustic performances, though, so... Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong, right? Can't she just do it acoustically and then also do <laughs> it on stage? <laughs> just keep performing it, Taylor. <laughs> just do acoustic and then on stage for each song. That would be great. Nice. Mm-hmm. It'd be like a six-hour concert. It'd be awesome. <laughs> we wouldn't mind. Taylor just be exhausted every single day. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, moving on for you guys. Now, a lot of you, I'm sure, have already seen the Bad Blood music video. So you already know these next bit of information, but it's still cool to share with you guys anyway. So Taylor introduced us to these additional Bad Blood characters earlier this week. Martha Hunt as Home Slice. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Ellen Pompeo as Luna. Mariska Hargitay as Justice appropriate Kara <laughs> Delavine as Mother Chucker Cindy Crawford as Headmistress and finally Selena Gomez as Arson now we're gonna be talking a little bit more about the video later on in this episode so just stay tuned I feel like every day she shocked us even more with every character that she added she did I was really shocked by Cindy Crawford I had no idea they even talked to each other yeah I thought that was funny too yeah I'm like wow <laughs> really going all out for this i was also shocked by jessica alba and yeah jessica alba too yeah i didn't know they talked either and then of course ellen and mariska were just awesome awesome additions it was a tough week just because she kept doing that and usually early in the morning so you would fall out of your bed and because you look at your phone as soon as you wake up and then taylor's tweeting all this stuff it was kind of a turbulent week but a good week And so after Taylor performed at Rock and Rio in Vegas, instead of just staying in Vegas until the Billboard Awards, she flew over to Indiana to go to Austin's graduation at Notre Dame, which was great that she was able to make that. And then he went with her back to Vegas and attended the Billboards with her. That must have been a pretty cool graduation. 
like, oh, hey guys, I graduated and now I'm going to go to the Billboard Music Awards and <laughs> my sister's probably going to win a million awards. <laughs> what a weekend. Jeez. Well, congratulations to Austin. Seriously. Yeah, Taylor looked really excited for him. And I think it'll be fun to see what he does next. What do you think a Swift graduation party is like? <laughs> the most magical thing in the world. <laughs> So finally, our last bit of news, some really exciting information. As we mentioned many times, as everybody knows, tour dates are now here in the U.S. So our first actual official tour date for the 1989 World Tour in the United States is this week, May 20th, in Bossier City, Louisiana. A couple days later, May 22nd, will be the second show in Baton Rouge. And I actually know some people who are going to that show. <laughs> I don't know anybody going to that show. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, uh, some of our hosts are actually going to be there in Baton Rouge. And some of us will also be in Bossier. It's going to be a crazy exciting week for us. And we'll be talking all about it next week on episode 108. I feel really unprepared. Like, <laughs> emotionally, physically. <laughs> it's just going to hit you like a freight train. You're just not even going to see it coming. It's very exciting, though. Well, tour excitement aside, we have some really cool stuff to talk about tonight. I think we're just going to dig right into it. The Bad Blood music video has officially been released. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, if you guys haven't seen it, you can check it out. Vivo released it late Sunday night. Anyway, I mean, my first impression of the video, wow, like it was really not anything I was going to expect. The casting was awesome. The actual production value was incredible. And then on top of that, the actual song, it was a remix done with Kendrick Lamar, which I was surprised they would do that for the official video. But what would you guys think? Well, first I'll admit I was wrong again. I feel like I've just been wrong about everything. <laughs> Months ago, I really thought Kanye was going to be doing a remix of this song. And then when Taylor said she didn't actually work at all with Kanye yet, then I thought Kendrick was my second choice. So maybe I was a little bit right. You're close. But Kendrick was awesome. Taylor is such a fan of his, and I just think it's really cool that she finally got to work with him. She must have been so excited about that. Yeah, I really hope they work together more. They always seem to have very positive things to say about each other, so I think it could certainly be a possibility in the future. Now, as for the actual song, I mean, you said this earlier, Ashley, which which I agree with. I was surprised that they cut out some of Taylor's actual lyrics from the song. Don't get me wrong, it's a great remix, but I was still surprised they did that and then released that as the official video. So Yeah, when we heard it was going to be a remix, I thought it would have most of Taylor's lyrics in it. But really, they've been cut with the chorus and pre-chorus staying in there. I do really like the rapping, though. Yeah, I really love it. It's different than what I was expecting, but I completely love it. I think it was a good choice. And I just think that Joseph Kahn is the best music video director in the entire universe. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he follows up Blank Space with this one. I mean, those two as a combo. Wow. So if you had to pick between Blank Space and this, what would you pick? I would pick this. I'd still pick Blank Space. I think I would pick Blank Space too. And I think I would pick Bad Blood, so 50-50. Wow. <laughs> I would think I picked Bad Blood because I just feel like as much as Blank Space took a lot to produce, I feel like just this, the coordinating of all the people and making it work so well. and Absolutely. There's some value in that. You know, it's like, I'm sure Taylor had the original idea, she usually does, but to actually be able to bring it to life in such a perfect way, it's totally, the director should get so much credit. Yeah. I'll admit, I think 
I would choose Bad Blood if we get some sort of extended footage of this music video. Oh, that would be cool. It's bound to happen, too. There's got to be at least some sort of behind-the-scenes video. I'm waiting for that. There has to be. Well, what did you guys think about all of Taylor's different friends, basically, that she invited into the video to be part of her gang? And then, you know, of course, Selena, too, as Arson. I mean, what did you guys think about that? I thought it was really, really cool. Just because this era has really been about Taylor surrounding herself with powerful women who empower her and make herself just strive to be even better than she already is. And in a way, when we talk about Bad Blood in an earlier episode, just about the song, and we all know it's pretty much about Katy Perry. And Taylor says, the media always pits women against each other. And I feel like Taylor understands Bad Blood is her against Katy, sort of. But she used all of these females to kind of make it just like a girl power sort of movement and not about females being pitted against each other all the time. That's true. And hey, at the very least, if it did ever kind of boil down to a girl versus girl kind of conflict, just at its roots, there's Taylor with all of these people backing her up, basically. Uh, what's Katie going to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a very good point. <laughs> Did you guys think that Selena, the wig that they had her in, was trying to make her look like Katie? You know, I saw a picture that was tweeted. I don't know if you guys saw this also. Yeah. Right, of Selena with the black wig, and then it was also a picture of Katie in a black leather jacket and, you know, the black hair cut short, almost identically to that. So very well could have been emulating either that photo or, or anything about Katie, really. So Yeah, it was subtle, though, and I'm glad about that. It wasn't like Taylor was dancing on clouds, rainbows, you know. <laughs> I still wanted the left shark to be in it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, always. The left shark has my heart. So speaking of Selena, uh, do you guys want to talk a little bit about the content or kind of the story of the video? Because I have some ideas that I wanted to throw out there and ask you guys about. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so to summarize for all the listeners out there, and for the rest of the co-hosts as well, I wanted to just give my opinion on kind of what I thought the story of the video was about. So if, if you recall, the intro is about 40 seconds long and doesn't have any music with it yet. And it's basically a fight scene, like in an office building, and Taylor and Selena are both fighting the intruders. And then you get kind of your first shock of the video where Taylor has the briefcase and Selena steals it from her and kicks her right out the window. So we find out at that point that Selena is basically the antagonist or the villain of this video. Then, to make it short and sweet, all of Taylor's friends in the video are there to train her and to become like part of her squad to help her defeat Selena or get back that briefcase and whatever might be in it. And then coming up at the end of the video, they're all walking and there's the fire and explosions going off and Taylor and Selena meet and they kind of like looks like smack each other and then the video ends. So my initial thought when I saw that was, well, what happened? The story kind of didn't end. I feel like there should have been some type of battle there or maybe there's some type of extended footage or a sequel of some kind to come. So what did you guys think about that whole story situation and what it involved? Yeah, definitely. I think when I first saw the briefcase, I immediately thought of the iHeart music performance right before the show aired and Taylor did that little sort of skit thing 
Oh, yeah, I remember that. With Ryan Seacrest, mm-hmm. and he took her briefcase. <laughs> that reminded me of that for some mm. reason. You're right, it did. But I like the whole concept. I read something on Tumblr, so I can't take credit for this, but somebody wrote on Tumblr, the concept of the video shows that you might get betrayed by a friend and it will hurt, but you'll then meet stronger women who will pick you back up, train you, be there for you, and fight alongside you. I really like that. Yeah, that is a great comment. But another one of my first impressions was when Taylor does the cartwheel in the office, I wondered if she actually knows how to do a cartwheel because you couldn't see her face. So I wondered if it was a body double doing the cartwheel. I wondered that too. (laughs) Someone who looks identical to Taylor. Must find this person. (laughs) (laughs) No, but anyway, I'm sorry. Going back to what you said, Adam, I definitely think it's possible. I think it'd be really cool if we got some sort of like extended video or something that continues the narrative of the video. I think that would be really awesome. I'd love to see how that unfolds. I feel like it didn't have much finality, so maybe there'll be something in the future. Mm -hmm. Somebody also mentioned that the video has an IMDB, which is the International Movie Database, and it has the entire cast included. So I feel like there has to be more footage released at some point. Yeah, I was curious about that, if that's like an official thing or if anyone can add listings on there. Yeah, I'm not sure. I know that before things actually get released, they will put speculative actors and actresses on that website. So I'm not sure. Well, one thing I think we can all agree on is there was so much promotion, so many people involved, so much money involved in this. I would be surprised if there wasn't more. Oh, absolutely. We can only hope. I really just want to see more from each individual character. I feel like we only got a brief glimpse at a lot of them. Yeah, I was a little disappointed at that, too. Yeah, it was cool to have all the different characters and all of her friends, but they did get such little screen time that that was the one unfortunate thing. There was definitely not enough time of Carly. Yeah, and Ellen and Mariska. I did like the boxing scene with Carly, though. That was a good one. Yeah, that was really good. How did you guys like Taylor as a redhead? She can pull off anything. We know this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I thought she looked really good. Yeah, I really liked it. I actually am wondering... I might have said this in a different episode, but I think for the next album, she will change her hair color and I could see her maybe going red or brown. I think that would be cool. It's hard for me to say a favorite scene because like the whole video just goes by so quickly. But one part I really liked was the, I guess, like transition from when Taylor was falling out of the window to when she was laying in the car. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. In that respect, I also did very much enjoy just like the intro scene. I think it really kind of set up the video very nicely. That was probably my favorite part of the video. One thing that I thought was really cool that it might be hard to spot if you're not looking for it, but during some of the parts where Kendrick Lamar is rapping, him and Taylor are actually sitting in a car, but this is like a futuristic theme, obviously, and the car is basically like invisible. Oh, I thought that was cool, yeah. Yeah. It was also cool when they did the split screen with Taylor's face and Kendrick's face. Yes, that was neat. And I really liked the biking scene. The bikes looked really cool. Kind of reminded me of Tron. Did you guys also notice how throughout the video, a lot of the girls were using makeup as a weapon? Oh yeah, I did notice that. Oh boy, I wish I knew makeup names. Uh, (laughs) What's that powder stuff you put on your face? Foundation? Yeah, foundation or powder also works. Okay, powder. Nice. Okay. I like it. Good job. (laughs) Yeah, the the compact that they had. Oh, nice. There it is. The compact. Thank you. (laughs) 
<laughs> what would I do without you guys? I just don't even know. Was that Slay Z's character, Gigi Hadid, that had that? I think so, yeah. That sounds right. Well, Selena also had it in the beginning. Okay. Yeah. That also reminded me of the Ryan Seacrest thing. Because when she was doing that video and she blew out of her compact to see the lights to crawl through them, I'm surprised Ryan Seacrest wasn't in this video. <laughs> what the heck, Ryan? <laughs> I was really disappointed that Lord wasn't in it. She would have been so good. That's a good point. I wonder if she was just too busy overseas, maybe where she's from in New Zealand, or I don't know. Haim also would have been really good. Yeah, I was really surprised none of them were in there. They hang out every day. Yeah. Maybe Taylor just had too many. <laughs> the other cool thing, when we talked about the posters last week on episode 106, a lot of us really liked the Trinity, Haley Steinfeld's poster. And it was really cool for the scene with her, how there were just three of her there in that scene. Yeah, they definitely did a nice job on that, yeah. She was the like the healer or like the, I don't know what you call that kind of person, medic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of like the medic in the hospital. And one other random note with her, if you look at the very end of the video, there's a scene where Haley's three characters are shown, and her visor comes down in front of her face. And what does it say on the visor that comes down? 89. Oh, did it really? I missed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed that. That was really cool. Yeah, if you look at the video, um, it's at 3 minutes 44 seconds of the video. I'm going to have to go back and watch that. I liked that little detail. Oh, wait. I have to correct myself, because I just looked at it again. Wow. Go to 344, 345 on the video. The left Haley says 88, the middle says 89, and the right says 90. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I wonder, does anyone know what year Haley was born? She's younger than Taylor for sure. Yeah, I want to say she's like 20, 21. Oh, she was born in 1996. Oh. Maybe they just wanted the 89 in there, so they just threw in the 88 and 90. Yeah, it's like a, just there are that many numbers or that many... Just in order of sequence. Yeah. It was a nice touch either way. I'm sure that this video, without a doubt, will have over 800 million views very, very quickly. Last week we talked about how Shake It Off and Blank Space already have over 800 million views. Blank Space is well on its way to having a billion views. And no other artist has ever done anything like this. So I'm really excited to see how quickly this gets so many views it has to too with all the promotion that taylor's been doing all the posters that have been coming out even the special emoji i mean come on oh yeah that was so cool wasn't it i've never seen that before where just by tweeting a certain hashtag the emoji comes up i feel like just for taylor twitter created that or something <laughs> well i looked into it actually it said that something for star wars i know the new movie's coming out like this year Anyway, if you tweet some sort of Star Wars hashtag, they were the first ones to do it, basically. I guess Taylor is the second person to use this type of feature, so. Talk about brilliant promotion. Seriously, right? Mm -hmm. That's how you promote that hashtag, right? Oh, I want to tweet the cool emoji. Like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even have to be a fan, you know, like, and here it is. Because it is a cool emoji. It's a bullet hole and a band-aid doesn't cover it. Band-aids don't fix bullet holes. <laughs> I'm still waiting to see Band-Aids for sale on Taylor's official store. <laughs> <laughs> well, she had a flash drive, but Taylor is definitely brilliant at promoting things. And the song I just looked on iTunes, it hasn't even been on there for maybe just a few hours. It's already number eight on iTunes. It'll be number one by the morning. Oh, yeah. 
Did you guys notice how when Taylor and several people from the video showed up to the billboards, they all had little clutch purses with their character names? <laughs> yes, I saw Lily had one that said Frostbite on it, and Taylor had one that said Bad Blood. So I was thinking maybe Taylor gave them out as gifts. I could see her doing that. I want one. <laughs> so does that mean that Kendrick was walking around with a purse that said <laughs> Welvin the Great? Nice. <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> I really hope so. That would have been cool. Although he wasn't there, I don't think. I don't think I saw him in any of the TV shots. No, I don't think I did either. Well, I think one of my favorite parts from the remix was that in one of the verses, Kendrick actually uses a line from Backseat Freestyle, which is one of Taylor's favorite songs. You're so observant for noticing this. I did not notice it until you told me about it. <laughs> I didn't notice it until I think the third time I watched it, but in the second verse, he says, now I forgot what the exact line is, something about I want money and power, and the way he says it is the exact same way that he says it in the chorus of Backseat Freestyle. Yep. All my life, I want money and power. That's cool. And I'm sure he did that because he knows Taylor loves that song and wanted to give her a shout out. So to wrap up the Bad Blood music video discussion, who was each of your favorite characters, if you only get one choice? Wow. That's easy. That's easy? Catastrophe. Boom. Done. <laughs> oh, you're taking the easy way out, though, Nate. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, and it was really kind of a cop-out. But <laughs> I would have to say knockout. I love Carly. I don't want to take the easy way out like Nate, but Catastrophe is my favorite, but... I'll say Ellen. I've been a Grey's Anatomy fan since before Taylor. I even knew Taylor existed. And <laughs> so the fact that she was in the video was really awesome. And like we mentioned, we all wish that the characters had more screen time. But the one that I really liked was actually Zendaya. And she was called Cutthroat. And she just had a short scene where she took a knife <laughs> and she threw it and it hit a teddy bear right in the face. <laughs> that was pretty cool. That was a good scene. Well, if you guys still have not watched the Bad Blood music video, pause this, go do it right now. Yeah, don't wait. Seriously, like, what are you even thinking? <laughs> even if you have seen it, why don't you just pause now and watch the video again, just because it was awesome. Yeah, bump up that view count. <laughs> they just posted it on Vivo, so you should definitely go watch it on there to help it get views as quickly as possible. Now, if you guys are interested in downloading that song from the music video, the Kendrick Lamar remix, it is available now on iTunes, so you can actually uh, go there and get that. So, Give Taylor more money. We haven't given her much lately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, now the Bad Blood music video is only the first part of our night. I mean, seriously, to have Taylor's night of our night, basically, you know, our lives are the same. But <laughs> <laughs> the Billboard Awards were tonight. Wow. I mean, seriously, Taylor was nominated for how many categories was it? 13 categories. It was 13. Okay. With 14 nominations because she had two in one category. She's that good. And she ended up taking eight awards home. Eight. Eight awards. All kinds of stuff. And this was the same number of awards she took home in 2013. So that was exciting. Mm -hmm. The categories she won included top artists. Artist of the Year, the biggest award there was. It's really, really exciting. Top Female Artist, also very exciting. Chart Achievement, which was fan voted. Booyah. <laughs> and thank you to all you guys who went out and voted. Then she also won Top 200 Album, Top 200 Artist, Hot 100 Artist, Top Digital Artist, 
and top streaming song. So very, very exciting. So basically the best at everything. So essentially, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny because for top streaming song, it was Shake It Off and Blank Space. That's where she got the 14 nominations in 13 categories. And so when she won, everybody was tweeting, Taylor Swift beat Taylor Swift. <laughs> I just always think that's funny. I just saw the funniest thing on Tumblr. Somebody said, well, that was the best pancake commercial I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> because Joseph Kahn, when he was filming the Bad Blood music video, kept saying he was working on a pancake commercial. <laughs> I wonder where he got the idea to say that. He seems like a hilarious guy. I vote that he does all of her videos. I fully support that. I wonder if other artists are going to be all over him trying to get him to do their videos now because this blows every video that's come out this year out of the water. If I were an artist, I definitely would be calling him. They should probably just cancel the VMAs and just give them all to Taylor because there's not going to be any competition for this video. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, do you think at the VMAs we'll get a Bad Blood performance with Taylor and Kendrick? Well, the VMAs are in August. It's very possible we'll have another single by then. Okay. Which is something I was thinking about. I really have no idea what the next single would be. When Style was released, I thought Bad Blood would be the next one. I remember talking with Nate about it. Mm -hmm. I don't remember if we did it on an episode. But really, I'm at a loss. I think... No. I'm sorry. I take it back. I hope the next one is I Know Places. I hope, just because I really very much like that song, but... Yeah, I'm with you, Steph. I have no idea what it could possibly be. She always does at least five, and then sometimes some international ones, too, so. Yeah. So if we're doing quick predictions, I'll have to go with I Wish You Would. I'm going to go with I Know Places. Uh, I'm just going to take a leap of faith here and just say Wonderland. <laughs> I can see her doing a bonus song. That would be cool. I think I Know Places, she could make a great video with a really strong statement about the media. Oh, that would be good. And she's been so excited about working with Ryan Tedder. It would be really cool for her to release one of their songs as a single. Although they're still out of the woods, which hasn't technically been a single, and I could definitely see being one. That'd be interesting. I wonder if she would do, cause she, let's see, what did she release before 1989 actually came out? Welcome to New York, Out of the Woods. Out of the Woods was the very first song she released, and she said she thought that it summed up the album the most. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I wonder if she would. I remember thinking that way back in October. Well, yeah, because Trouble was released for Red before the album as just sort of a promotional single, and then she released it as an official single months later. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely possible she would use one of those promotional singles as an official single. But either way, for the VMAs, I think Taylor will be against herself in many categories <laughs> like she was tonight. Because I can see Blank Space and Bad Blood just dominating. Well, we wanted to read you one quote from one of the speeches that Taylor gave after she won an award. Um, it was a good speech and had a funny line in it. So this was Taylor accepting the award for Top Female Artist. She said, To win female artist is incredible, because one of the best things that has happened to me in the last year is that I've surrounded myself with incredible women. And in the music video we just showed you tonight, there are so many of my best friends and people that I admire. Ellen is in it, Soraya is in it, Zendaya is in it, Haley, Martha, Lily. 
Who else is in it that I'm missing? Anyway, all my friends who are watching at home that are in it, I love you. All my friends who weren't in it, I love you. All the girls who I talk to all the time on the internet about our feelings, and you teach me all the teen slang. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you for caring about my music. To all the girls out there, I absolutely love you. Thank you for this award. I thought that was a funny line about the teen slang. <laughs> that was a good speech. But Nate, what was missing from that? Do you know? No, what was missing? She gave all the credit to all the girls out there, but not to us. Yeah, what the heck, Taylor? <laughs> I'm outraged now. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that to light. <laughs> no, she cares about us. She did thank all the fans for the Chart Achievement Award. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then for artists, she mentioned Austin's graduation and dedicated the award to anyone who was graduating. Oh, that's cool. And I think it was funny. I saw somebody tweet something like, Taylor dedicates awards to graduates. And then it said, next award, Taylor dedicates award to Papa John's delivery guy because she's running out of people <laughs> to dedicate all these awards to. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of people probably were ordering Papa John's while watching the show. But this was really just an amazing night for Taylor. It's so nice to see her win at award shows like this because Billboards takes into account number of sales, downloads, streams, all of that stuff. It's not arbitrary at all. It's based on numbers and Taylor dominates the numbers. So Billboards is always a great award show for us to watch. <laughs> Sorry for the sidetrack, but I just cannot wait for the 2016 Grammys. Yes. Mm. The date was just announced. It's on a Monday. Yeah. February 15th. Is that right? I think so. I'm not sure on the date, but yes, they are doing it on a Monday for the first time. I don't know if ever or in a long time. It's, of course, usually on Sunday. Why the change did they, uh, did they say? Something having to do with the holiday weekend and other programming that's on around then. Oh, that makes sense. Well, yeah, if the 14th is obviously Valentine's Day. Actually, I just checked. February 15th is a Monday, and I think it's probably President's Day. So everybody should be off that day, at least in the U.S. Is it President's Day on the 15th? Yes. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So if you're lucky enough to somehow get tickets, then hopefully you'll already have work off. Mark it on your calendars now, because Taylor probably is going to take home a million Grammys. <laughs> and if she doesn't, I'll be very upset. Well, anyway, what an exciting night, seriously. The Bad Blood music video, Billboard Awards, I mean, the night really couldn't have gotten any better for Taylor. So, uh, if you guys have anything you want to add, or talk about, or say, you can always feel free to contact us and let us know what you think. So on that note, just a few reminders for you to press the subscribe button on iTunes. That way it'll automatically download our latest episode for you every week. So, and if you guys felt like contacting us, whether to talk about anything that we talked about on the show, whether to submit for mini segments or really just anything, you can contact us on our Twitter at SwiftCast13. You can find us on Tumblr, swiftcast13.tumblr.com. You can go to our Instagram, instagram.com slash theswiftcast13. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash theswiftcast. You can email us, theswiftcast13 at gmail.com. Or you can just go to our website, which has all of these listed, swiftcast13.com. And just a note for you guys, iTunes only shows our last 100 episodes. So if you're looking to listen to any older episodes than that, you can go to swiftcast13.com and you can find them all there. So what do you guys think next week Taylor will do? I don't know. She really has nothing on her schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I think next week 
Taylor is going to cause an RIP me situation for <laughs> Haley, Steph, Ashley, and Ashley. <laughs> yeah, I expect Taylor will kill us multiple times. Mm-hmm. We'll just all be dead. It's just going to be me and Adam next week uh, uh, yeah. for the remainder of the show. So, <laughs> Yeah, we'll have some host slots open. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to contact us if you want to be a host because <laughs> shortly thereafter, Nate and Adam will also be dead. That is a good point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, I think on these shows, which I hope she does, I hope she does something like Ed Sheeran did with the Red Tour, where every day before Taylor went on, after his set, he would take a picture of the stadium or the venue that they were playing at. I hope Taylor does the same thing. That would be so cool if she tweeted something like that every night. From every show? Yeah, that would be. That would be awesome. It would, and Ed actually still does that for his uh, Multiply Tour that he's on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, happy... U.S. 1989 tour, everybody. It's here. Ooh. If you guys are going this week and you feel like letting us know all about it, like I said, you can contact us through all those methods. We would definitely love to hear about it. So for episode 107, this has been Nate. Ashley. Steph. And Adam. Peace out, Swift Scouts. See you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. The theme song for Swiftcast was written and performed by Sydney and Chuck. Swiftcast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management.